Good morning, everyone. This is your girl, Jasmine D. Felder, and this is the Brand of Jasmine D. Podcast, where we discuss the modern-day woman, her lifestyle, her career, parenting, dating, relationships, purpose, and more. Today, I wanted to talk to you all about scars versus scares. And it's so funny how this topic came to me because um, this past weekend was my birthday and um, I had an allergic reaction to something. I don't know what it was in particular, but I had an allergic reaction. And it made me kind of think about scars and then kind of how my mind went. I just kind of all of a sudden just thought about this topic. And when I thought about scars versus scares, it kind of made me think about past trauma versus the unknown. And I thought about scars and scares kind of being two different things. So, you know, when you think about a scar, a scar is you hurt yourself some particular way, maybe a burn, uh, maybe you fail. Um, but when scars, what typically happens is, you know, um, when you hurt yourself initially, you may um, bleed. There's an open wound. And then after that, there comes a um, process where the bleeding stops and it's kind of that that bare skin, um, red, irritated. And then eventually, there's like a scab that comes on top. And slowly but surely, that scab falls off and it shows healing. And then over time, that scar kind of, kind of darkens. And either the scar eventually goes away on its own, maybe you put on cream, some type of um, ointment that helps heal and gets rid of the scar, or the scar heals, but there's always this kind of reminder of what happened. I think about a time where I put a pizza in the oven and you know, still years later, I see the scar. And it's a reminder of what happened. And so that's just like in life where we get hurt in situations, um, whether that's romantically in a relationship, friendships, your career, maybe um, even just self-sabotage. You know, we get hurt. And when the incident first happens, that is the hardest, in my opinion, that it hurts. You know, you're crying, you're thinking about that situation, you're upset, you're angry. That is when you feel the most emotion um, when that incident first comes, kind of like when the scar is bleeding. And then a process comes where the bleeding stops. And maybe that's when the crying kind of, it starts to slow down. Maybe you don't cry all day. You probably still cry every day, but you don't cry all day anymore. And then there's a time where, of course, the bleeding stops. And then there's kind of like that bare skin. It's still an open wound, still a touchy topic. You know, this isn't the point where we can joke over this situation. It's still a touchy topic. But then all of a sudden, there's a scar, there's there's um, a scab on top of that scar. It's a protective barrier. It It's still at any point. If I don't do the healing, if I don't do the self-work 
a scab could come off too early and the bleeding starts all the way over. So that scab is that protective barrier. You know, maybe you block a particular person because you don't need to see their social media. Maybe you block them on your phone because you don't need to talk to them. And, you know, to each his own, you know, for me, blocking a person is, is not always a negative thing. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do to protect your peace. And that's what that scab is. That scab is doing whatever you have to do to protect your peace, to ensure that you do what you need to do. That scab is getting counseling, talking to someone on a professional level to ensure that you're able to heal correctly. Because one thing I think we confuse is healing correctly versus healing incorrectly. You know, um, healing incorrectly, in my opinion, is when you're fine as long as you don't see that person. You're fine as long as that person doesn't cough. So you haven't talked to that person in three weeks. You're good. You're, you're, you're pushing through. You haven't talked to that person in six months. You're good. You're pushing through. But as soon as that person calls, texts you, emails you, pops up on you, sends a gift, whatever the case may be, you're back into those toxic, you know, ways. So you have to make sure that you heal correctly. Find out the reason why you did certain actions, why you accepted certain things. I've come to realize in my now 30 years of living that we all have, or most of us, many of us have um, childhood trauma. And sometimes that childhood trauma is not, it's not something that immediately presents itself as a bad thing. You know, um, maybe you heard people talk a certain type of way. Maybe you saw certain actions, you know, um, I, I often hear, especially from our older generation, that their parents did not tell them they loved them, but they showed it. And um, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with that. I'm very big on words, uh, words of affirmation. That is one of my love languages, words of affirmation and quality time. So for me, it's just as important for you to tell me you love me as it is for you to show me. It's just important for you to, um, to show me that you love me just as it is to, you know, tell me. But what happens is uh, for my older generation, and not just our older generation, because it probably happens now, but what happens is they did not hear the word, I, the, you know, phrase, I love you. They received the love, but they did not hear it. So what happens is when they became adults in their relationships romantically and in their relationships with their children, they gave love, they provided you know, they make sure that their children, their their significant others, um, husband and wives had a roof over their head, make sure they had food on the table, but they did not show, they, they did not say, I love you. They showed it, but they did not say it. And what happens is it continues to produce generations that show love, but don't say it. And then we, we wonder why now in relationships where we're with someone who requires the, the saying of, I love you. And it, it produces a problem. So, you know, I think that it's so important for us to heal correctly and make sure that we understand why we are like we are. Why do we respond like we respond? You know, I know I'm an overthinker and I'm an overanalyzer. And sometimes that's, that's a very good thing. But sometimes it's important to not overthink situations. Because, of course, if we think too much, we're going to create all type of different scenarios. So for me, I know that when I go back to the scar, the the scar scenario and that 
example, that scab, that's that's the make that's the make or break of the healing process. Because again, that scab, you're not healed yet. That scab is a protective barrier. It's a layer that is saying, I'm on the way to be healed. But again, at any point in time, if I'm knocked off too early, if I make a mistake and I scratch or I bump into something or someone bumps into me and that scab falls off too early, blood is going to come again. And what happens now is we're starting the healing process over again. And of course, we if you know anything about, and I'm no medical professional, but sometimes that can produce worse, worse scarring. So when we think about that example of um, scarring, that energy, you know, example of scarring, and we apply it to, you know, everyday life, it's like, you know, you, you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful um, during your healing journey because if you're not taking the time, you're not putting in the self-love, the self-care, you're not making sure that you are doing what needs to be done, removing the people. And, and it hurts to remove people. It hurts to remove yourself from situations. But in order for you to become the best version of yourself, you have to make sure that you have the right people around you. And we have to also realize that as we grow, our minds change. Who we are changes, you know. So who you were friends with 10 years ago, who you loved 10 years ago, the career that you wanted 10 years ago may not fit who you are now, and that's okay. So then moving on past the the scabbing process, we know that once a scab um, or that scar is finished with the scab, you know, the scab will fall off. And then now you have like this, this piece of skin that, of course, you can see that there was a scar. The scar hasn't faded yet, but it's now at a good healing journey. You know, you're now at the point where you can, you can probably talk about that situation now. You can probably say what happened and you're no longer embarrassed, you know, because you knew that it was necessary. You know, you knew that in order for you to become the best version of yourself, this had to happen. I think about the last year of my life, and although it has been a rough year, probably the last year and a half, although it was a rough journey, I know that everything that happened to me, every situation that occurred, I know that it was necessary for me to be where I am. I would not be on this podcast. I would not be moving into being the best version of myself, being in alignment with God. I would not be fulfilling my purpose if it was not for those situations. Because think about it. If we're comfortable, we're never going to move out of a particular situation. Think about a job. You love the job. It pays decent. The hours work well. You know, um, you're not being micromanaged. You don't have an issue with your supervisor. You love the job. But that job isn't your purpose. That job isn't going to help you climb the corporate ladder. That job isn't going to help you walk in your purpose. That job is not going to help you be the best version of yourself. Of course, that job was necessary at a point so that you could get certain skills so you can sharpen yourself. That job was necessary to ensure that you could um, possibly meet people. But at a certain time, it's like, 
okay, it, it's time for you to move out of this position. But sometimes we're hard headed and we're like, well, no, I like it. There's no need for me to do anything. I have a great schedule. I get to get off. I get to go do this, go get my nails done. I'm off on, you know, the weekend. I can get overtime when I want to. So what happens is God has to make us uncomfortable. So now we, we have to do mandatory OT overtime. You know, now um, that lovely work shift that we had is being changed to a later work shift. Now we're required to work a day on the weekends. Now we have to deal with, you know, customers who are irate and not the best type of people. And what it does is it starts to make us uncomfortable. And when we get uncomfortable, now we're looking for alternatives. Now we're looking for, okay, I need to find a job that has a better schedule. I need to find a job where I don't have to work on the weekends. So now we start to look for other options. Now we're doing research. Now we're trying to figure out, well, what do I like to do? What what makes me happy? Because that's the thing. You have to realize your purpose is what you love to do. What you do so easily that you never really realize is your purpose. I always, um, my friends always come to me. And they'll be like, let me get your opinion on this, Jasmine. Or what do you think? Or they'll say, you know, Jasmine, she's she's going to be that one who's going to give you the, the good thought out plan. And I never really realized that while I was sitting there talking to my friends and giving them advice on topics. And of course, I don't always have the perfect answer. And I always say that. But I never really realized that it's a gift that I have because people are drawn to me. People want to get my thoughts and my ideas and they want to hear what I think on things. And so that is your purpose. What do you do so well that you never realize that's your purpose? You never realize that, and you know, and that's why we have to be careful how we speak on different things because a lot of times we'll say, you got to stop being the class clown. Well, yeah, of course, mom, we don't want him distracted in class and we don't want him distracting others, but that could be his gift. He's able to make, or she's able to make people laugh. He or she is able to make people laugh so easily. They're able to turn a person's day around with little to no effort. You know, maybe you take being, you know, your physical fitness so serious. You don't realize that you could be training people. You could be showing people how to meal prep. You could be showing people how to target, you know, their bodies and meet their weight loss goals. You know, you don't realize that you're able to provide instruction so well that you could be a teacher, a professor. You don't realize that your care for people needs, it puts you into the healthcare industry. So we all have a gift. We all have a purpose. We just have to get in alignment with God. And sometimes we have to get uncomfortable. We have to fall. We have to get hurt before we can realize what we're meant to do. You know, I personally, I did not go to school to be a teacher. But it became it, it became a time where I was trying to continue to make myself fit into a bubble that I had outgrown. And God was like, listen, you've outgrown this particular area in your life. And now I'm trying to get you to rise and elevate. And so that's when teaching came into place for me. So, you know, that's what happens with that scar. That, that scar is, you know, and even when you heal, like I said, there's still a reminder 
of that scar. They're still a reminder of that situation. Now, of course, some scars do eventually fade away over time, but I like those scars that are a reminder because they remind me of who I used to be and how I'm not that person anymore. Those scars being fully healed remind me that there was a time that I never thought I would make it out of that situation. There was a time that I never thought that I would be able to walk with my head held high. There was a time I never thought I would get over that person. There was a time I thought that I would never make this much money in a career or I would never get into this particular position in a career. There was a time that I never thought that this particular person would not be in my life. So the scars for me are a good keepsake because, and you can't focus on them too much, of course, but every now and then it's, it's good to be reminded, not look back, but be reminded of where you used to be. And Facebook memories do a good job on that. You have to be careful sometimes. Don't get too caught up in the past. But just always use them as a great reminder of who you used to be and move on from it. So, you know, I talked about the scars, that healing journey, how, you know, the beginning until the end. And But scars are past trauma. You know, they, they are that reminder. So you have to be mind, mindful that, a scar is past trauma, but a scare is present or future trauma. I know a lot of times, you know, when it comes to making a decision, we say, oh, you're just scared. No, that could be past trauma from a scar making you think about this kind of like a deja vu type of situation. But a scare is an unknown. I'm scared because that's an unknown. I was offered a position, a great position, but oh wow, it's in another city or state. That is an unknown. That's a scare. You know, you are wanting to possibly date and this person looks totally different from what you use, you're used to. They're they're different from your at your you know your average type. That's a scare because that's an unknown. You know, and the unknown can be scary as well, because while it's good to sometimes step into the unknown, you don't know what's in the unknown. And God can use a lot of us in the unknown. We just have to be willing to take that step. We have to be willing to say, I don't know what's there, but I trust you, God. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I trust you. And that's the faith. That's the faith, you know, the size of a mustard seed. We don't know how it's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen, but I trust you, God, in this. So you have your scare, your past trauma. I've seen this before. I know how this works out. Versus a scare, I don't know what this situation is. I don't know how to love someone who is amazing. And that's, that's scary to me. I don't know about taking a job that is an hour away, 10 hours away from my hometown. The unknown scares me because I've always been around my family. You know, um, so I thought it was so important to come and talk to you all today about being able to realize and being able to identify past trauma. 
Why do I react like this? Why do I talk like this? Why do I act like this? What in my past has triggered me to make me behave in a certain manner? And once we're able to identify those things, it will help us as we move forward in our lives. It will help us be amazing mothers, you know, because in order for us to love our children, we have to make sure that we're not putting our past trauma and our past hurts on them. We have to speak great life into them. We have to encourage them. We have to love them. We have to be willing as parents. I tell my daughter's three. And if I, you know, I don't know, Maybe I, she was like, ouch, mommy. Maybe I'm doing her hair. She says, ouch, mommy. I'm sorry, because I want her to under, to understand that mommy is not always correct and that mommy can and will say, I'm sorry, if, you know, it's warranted. So we have to make sure we're speaking life into our children, uplifting them, encouraging them. We have to make sure that we're speaking life into ourselves. We have to make sure that we understand when to move on. We have to understand that, okay, I've been in this particular situation and now God is calling me to something new. And we have to be willing to take that step because we can prolong and delay our blessings if we are so caught up in, I, I'm comfortable in this particular situation. And being, it's nothing wrong with being comfortable. You know, you may be making good money, you may have a great schedule, you may have great benefits, you know, he may be a good man, he's just not the man for you. And that's something that we have to be mindful of too, but I won't touch too much into that one today. But a, a friend, a romantic relationship, a girlfriend, boyfriend, they can be amazing people but not be who God has called into your life. So we have to be able to identify these past traumas that we have. And we have to know the difference of a scar, past trauma, past hurt, and moving through that and identifying all of those versus a scare, stepping into the unknown. I've never seen this situation before. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I don't, I don't know what to expect out of this situation. I don't know how to handle this situation. And of course, in all things, just pray about it. I'm, that's always my answer. I can, I can give you advice. I can tell you maybe if I've been through a particular situation, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, pray on it, talk to God about it, ask him for his guidance, because only through his guidance will we make the correct decisions. But I'm so thankful that I was able to come on here and talk to you guys this morning. Happy Monday. Have a blessed day, a blessed week as we get ready to approach the Christmas holiday. Always remember that you need to give love to yourself, your family, friends, and just smile to a stranger. Because in these times, it's just so much going on. People are smiling, but they're dying on the inside. And we really do not know what people are facing on their everyday lives. So I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. I hope you all enjoy your family and friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you all so much for your support. This has literally been a great month from episode, from the intro episode to episode one, all the way now until episode seven. I'm just so thankful that you all have supported me thus far. I pray that you all continue to support me, like, comment, share, follow, download. But thank you so much for supporting the brand of Jasmine D. This is your girl, Jasmine D. Felder. This is the brand of Jasmine D. Podcast, and I am signing out.